We don't want to wait. Uh, we don't want to wait. <laughs> My name's Robin. <clears throat> I'm Stephanie. <clears throat> Is that dry? Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> After like two weeks of low-level stress and anxiety and testing my temperature every 30 minutes i've decided if i get it i get it i can't control it (laughs) i'm over it like i'm in the okay there's like a morning like kind of like the the um what do you call it the uh the side the seven steps of uh you know denial (laughs) except bargaining i'm in acceptance i'm in acceptance i accept whatever happens happens well, I, I guess I should probably thank you for your service. I'm sure I speak for a lot of people. Oh, okay. See, that's, it's so weird. It's so weird, let me tell you. Yeah. <clears throat> because, like, there's this weird, like, I don't, not, not survivor's guilt, but, like, this guilt that, like, oh, please don't thank me. Because, like, yes, I, okay, yeah, some days, it's, you know, it's just weird. It's very weird. Uh, okay. You're, it's very, okay. I will try to explain what I'm trying to say here. It's very complicated, the emotions that we have, just like the emotions that you are dealing with. (laughs) It's very complicated. And, uh, you know, we have guilt. And and also, we're glad that we're finally being seen. Thank you. (laughs) People know what a respiratory therapist is now. (laughs) I mean, honestly, you know, it's it, it goes along with, you know, any kind of hero in a time of crises, uh, you know, that, I mean, you know, like in nine 11, it was firefighters, you know, uh, you, a lot of firefighters and, you know, uh, EMTs, uh, risked their lives to go into those buildings and, and, you know, a lot of them didn't make it out. And, uh, yeah, well, and I'm sure a lot of them were like, yeah, where were you the day before nine 11 right, when, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was going into a burning building? Like, yeah, that's uh, true. But still, I mean, and, and it's like, can we make up for it, please? Uh, you're awesome. We, we appreciate what you do. Um, you know, it's not like you want to be on the front lines, but you're on the front lines. And uh, well, I mean, you know, you know what you're getting into. You know that you're exposed to TB and all kinds of, you know, the flu and all kinds of bugs and germs and infections. And uh, but still, you know, it's what's. This is so weird and new and people don't – we don't understand it. We don't know anything about it and it's so scary to think that you could bring it home to your family or yeah. uh, a stranger in the grocery store. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I will be wearing a mask 24-7 outside <laughs> you know, yeah. from now on. Uh, I mean personally, I've been on the front lines of you know data entry. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a hero in my own right but you know, I'll let you have your day. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for me, you know, some things wouldn't look bold or italicized. <laughs> um, you know, I look for typos. Um, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, uh, I've been trying to get out and, uh, uh, walk the town. Um, you know, just cause I want to, I mean, I just felt like I was packing on the pounds, uh, the first week or so I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm just literally, it's just sedentary all the time now because I'm, you know, quarantined and, you know, it's not total sedentary. I'm quarantined with two children who are, mm-hmm. uh, who need a lot of attention. Um, 
I wish I could be one of those people who's just like, oh, I'm so bored. I've got nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let me binge watch the entire series of The Office for the 10th time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> life's so hard because I, I can't be with my friends and hang out and drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I it's, yeah, I'm gonna take a vacation after the kids go to school. I've, we've I think we should we should uh, we should definitely my, my wife and I should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. When they go back, we're just gonna take us. We're gonna do a staycation and really we'll, we're gonna we're gonna get in all that time that you know. <laughs> oh yeah, and like on. I definitely want to go visit people. Like you know, all those people that you want to go visit or see or hang around with. And you think that you've got plenty of time and now you're like, you don't have plenty of time to see these people. Like, I want to go, I want to go visit these places and see these people. I don't know. Since I became a parent, uh, you know, the second time around and the third time around, uh, you know, it was during the, the, the computer age, you know, I, I felt it was really hard to maintain actual real life physical uh, friendships. Like, Hey, let's go meet up and hang out somewhere. Uh, I've got like one or two. Um, but most of my friendships are online, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Just because you know, I, I'm, I'm closest with the people I talk to regularly, and those people are in my phone or on my laptop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because like my family are such homebodies, mm-hmm. it's forced me to be a homebody too. So <laughs> that's the only socialization that I can get other than work. Yeah. So I looked at uh, I looked at my Google Hangouts today, and it said that uh, it had been three weeks since we last uh, talked. Wow! And, uh, I honestly thought it was going to be longer, but uh, just because things look just pretty—I mean, it was just a, like a real hard uh, uh, thing to get used to for a while there. Um, and I was like, I think I'm done with podcasting for like a year or something. I like, I don't. I know, know you said you said let's take a hiatus. I thought you meant like a week. No, no, hiatuses are usually like. I thought you meant like uh, we're having a hard time adjusting to this. Let's take a break, like a little break. Yeah, like yeah. and so that's that's when like last week I was like, okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> why I made like, the announcement oh. on the podcast. I'm like, everybody, we're gonna have to wait, uh, and I definitely didn't mean just a week. I was, you know, and I'm surprised you still wanted a podcast because I'm sure you're working a lot, you know. So uh, I'm working a lot, but also I need to, I need a little um, escapism to the wonderful <laughs> world of uh, Stars Hollow, where there are no cold blues or sputum or uh, intubation. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> there are no ventilators. Ventilators, y'all are so funny. How you say ventilator? You mean ventilators? <laughs> Ventilator. 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 Yeah. Uh, we we are um, still changing up the format of the show for a little bit. Um, this means more than one week stuff. Uh, because <laughs> okay. uh, uh, I I still – there's like prep time I want to do and I definitely don't want to like – you know, I we we're we're recording, but it's now it's going to be it's going to be definitely after the kids go to bed, and I don't want to like be up to like ten o'clock talking Gilmore Girls. So, um, I want to be sitting in my easy chair, recovering from the day. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe from the, the the day of homeschooling. <laughs> oh, well, my God. wife does most of the homeschooling. Uh, I'm I'm basically sitting in front of a computer waiting for people to call me and entering data in the meantime, it, and. And you know it's it's, it's I, I think it's it was pretty ideal at first, but now it's like 
you know, I'm not in an office with other people that I can socialize while I'm doing all this, uh, you know, kind of boring work. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's now the days are just dragging even longer. Mm-hmm. I know. At for, like, for example, at work, no, we we have no uh, visitors, mm. which at first we loved. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, public, but <laughs> y'all are annoying as everything. <laughs> <laughs> but now it, it's like it was okay at first, but now I'm like I'm ready. I'm ready for normalcy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this this thing was okay for a while, but I'm ready to get back to regularness. Well, I still have a plane ticket to Vancouver in October, and I'm really, really hoping that I can still use it. We'll we'll see. I'm crossing my uh, fingers. Oh, I think October will be fine. My trip to Vegas in June, I think I should call and yeah. change yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh. I, I, I do want to say, you know, as much as I, I kind of complain, um, I I am definitely talking from a place of privilege. I'm very happy to still be employed. Um, right. To take care of my family. And, yes. you know, to actually feel overworked and, and, and bored at the same time, whereas people, uh-huh. some people are just freaking struggling yes. and going through hell right now. Wondering who's, who's supposed to be sending them a check. Yeah. Who do, you know, who do I contact to get a check? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is uh, so scary. But yeah, I know at, at work everybody's. We should get hazard pay. We should get no. You should thank God that you're still getting a check. Yeah, because <laughs> so many people aren't. Uh, I think you should all have a Star Wars medal ceremony at the end uh, when this is all over. And well, it's really yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really cool to walk out and see different things every day. Like I'm, I'm posting them on Facebook every day. The, the signs, the billboard on the side of a truck going past the hospital that says "Thank you, healthcare," you know, employees or what, yeah. and uh, people, people that write on the sidewalk with chalk, really sweet messages. Awesome. It really is. <laughs> well. Uh... All that to say is that uh, we're back here and we're ready to go on spring break with the yes. <laughs> the Rory and Paris. We're gonna go to spring. Br- we're going to sp- on spring break with uh, Rory and Paris, and we're not gonna bring coronavirus back and spread it in Stars Hollow. And we're going to spend a half an episode watching Jared Padalecki try to act while being out of breath from carrying a bookcase. On. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, girls in bikinis, boys doing the twist. Yeah, and tick 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 boom. Yeah, and I apologize. The last the, the last podcast I said we're going to do four episodes and we come back. We're probably going to go two episodes at a time. I think I was trying to get to that point earlier, but yeah, I mean I think it's okay. Yeah, I think this will be good. We we'll just run through this real quick, you know, mm-hmm. not spend two hours. On two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Kirk and his new pedicab service. Kirk, I don't know what it is. It's it's been it's been a few weeks since I've watched Gilmore Girls, and uh, I got to say, Kirk has been in these two episodes is wearing on me a little bit. Um, hey, there's some there's a sadness or something going on. Yeah, like he's not like he's not funny. Like he's sad. It's a. I, it's like he, it's like they're overdoing it, and and I'm sure it's not all Sean Gunn. You know, it's what he's being directed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's I don't know. There's something about being weird and quirky, but now it's like just like 
flailing gibberfish, uh, Kirk. <laughs> like well, that's 24/7. like seven. Yeah, that's like Glenn, where Glenn is supposed to be this uh, comic relief <laughs> at Yale, and he's and I'm like, he's not funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just weird. I don't get it. <laughs> But uh, at first, I, I thought this this first scene. I thought Kirk was just like Shanga was doing the a bit of overacting, you know, and really just I don't know. Is there something wrong with Kirk? Like it's it, it he's having a hard time doing this pedicab. It's he's not as uh, in shape as he could be. Uh, these but and but as it turns out, it, it looked like he was just acting to get them out of his pedicab so he can go get those donuts. <laughs> So for this one, I was like, oh, Kirk was overacting. It wasn't like the character was uh, overacted. Kirk mm-hmm. was overacting so he could get those donuts. Because as but soon was, as they get out, it was he's just fine. But it was really – well, it was really cute how uh, Gypsy strolled. She outstrolled them. <laughs> she was yeah. just strolling and she was beating them. Yeah, yeah. and then he – yeah, he drove off and said, uh, oh, freshman 15. <laughs> Which was so cruel. I guess it was my big fat cargo. Big fat cargo, yeah. <laughs> um, so we go to Yale. Yale, where Rory and Paris are eating breakfast. Rory is eating her usual sugary breakfast, and Paris says, you know, you won't be able to do that for too long. Uh, I'm, I'm having bran. Asher turned me on to bran. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of old man uh-huh. Eating an old man I like raisin bran <laughs> Yeah I don't know if I could do straight bran though Yeah like have you tried mucilix <laughs> Oh lord so. It's terrible uh, So something about political prisoners in Burma Yeah yeah They're trying to get them released So they're doing the college social protest thing mm-hmm. um, But uh, it ends up being in a rainstorm um, well, you know, first they're sitting there freezing and they're one comment I had about that was that they're sitting there uh, at a table and telling people as they go by to sign a petition, you know, if they really wanted to stay warm, they should be up with clipboards and walking around and mingling and talking to people, you know, not waiting for people to come up to them. They're doing it wrong. True. They True. should, they should have a big uh, sign there. Like, like in the meme, like, uh, uh, I don't think, uh, Political prisoners in Burma should be uh, locked up. Change my mind. <laughs> yes, they need to get creative with it. <laughs> yeah. I do love when they come in the, from the rain. This girl's like, is it raining? <laughs> and Ferris says, no, it's National Baptism Day. Tie your tubes, idiot. It's <laughs> like, oh, that was a solid burn, Paris. <laughs> Well, but before that, when they're eating breakfast, Janet tells them she she like Mr. Ride to spring break. So Glenn, yeah, uh, yeah, like Glenn's got a crush on Janet. So yeah, he's come, offered her, come, yeah, come in my van and drive with me. Like, yeah, ooh, I don't know about <laughs> yeah. So Janet is trying to get, she's trying to recruit Paris and Rory to go too because she doesn't want to be alone with Glenn in his van. Yeah. And so that's when Rory you and go, Paris. Glenn Coco. Is that his name? No, that's from Mean Girls. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Rory and Paris are really cold from getting the signatures that day, and they decide to go to Florida because it's warm. You know, they're they're running in from the rain. They're really cold. You think maybe maybe 
this is it's college, you know. Maybe they should just hop into bed together and warm each other up, you know. Maybe they uh-huh. they, they can be closer as friends that way, uh, and that would be a ridiculous thing to think of, not knowing <laughs> what's coming later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Luke discovered that he put on someone else's socks this morning and they weren't Nicole's. Hmm. Hmm. And, you know, I guess, you know, like, you know, I guess when it, I don't know. He knows. He knows. knows. something's Yeah. Uh, Rory is looking for a swimsuit. She asks her mom, like, am I supposed to clear this with you? Like, was I supposed to ask permission (laughs) to go to spring break? And they're like, I I don't, they're, they're they're not real clear on the rules of this. You don't live it. that. That is weird when you're a college student because some parents still expect you to abide by these weird rules of living at home when you come home, yeah. but you live on your own when you're at school. The I don't know. Mrs. Morgan. Kim. <laughs> yeah. I guess not you're an adult, Mrs. but you need to listen to me. Do what I ask. Right. And so they're still they're unsure. Rory and Lorelai are unsure what the rules are. You know, am I supposed to ask you? permission right and so Lorelai's advice she's worried that Rory's going to be one of those people that has that has that one drink and then all of a sudden goes crazy so she wants her to take falls out of a window she keeps telling all through the episode she tells her you know no windows watch out for windows yeah I I caught I I missed that joke in the beginning so okay now now that makes sense because I caught that a couple times like what I missed something uh but I I mean you but do you remember did you go to the beach did you do the spring break thing no Oh, okay. <laughs> I live in Vermont. I, we don't drive the Fort Lauderdale. I, I mean, at least not not the crowd I hung out with. I know. I thought that was really – that's a long way to drive. That's a to, long way to drive. That's a long way for me to drive to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. <laughs> and I live – I'm in the next state. Like, <laughs> yeah. Florida's a big-ass state. Yeah. Uh, and poor Glenn has to sit in the back of his own van. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but th- his van had something that I have not seen in a long time. And I'm not. I'm wondering if they're still in production. But the uh, automatic retractable seatbelts, like his van had the ones where you could sit down in the chair, sit ch- chair, sit down in your car seat, and then close the door, and then the seatbelt will just lock itself. Oh uh, yeah, I wonder if that was like a. I used to love those. Arts thing. Yeah. And oh, I like that Glenn. Uh, He's wearing his he's wearing his beach clothes before he leaves Vermont and Vermont. Lorelai, <laughs> it's not Vermont. I wish Stars Hollow was in Vermont. You know, Vermont, Connecticut, <laughs> Connecticut, whatever. Same diff. Yeah, same states. <laughs> anyway, so he's he's still wearing his he, or he's wearing his beach attire before yeah. he leaves Connecticut. And Lorelai says, "Oh, I'm not cold." <laughs> <laughs> like he's so weird. Paris speeded so much that she shaved three hours off the trip. <laughs> And, and then look, as, okay. as soon as Je- they get there, Janet goes for a run. She looks so normal, and then she does that. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole thing with Paris tipping, just like giving everybody five dollars. I thought this. I thought there was going to be a part of the episode where they they either they get mugged or they come home, come back to their hotel room, and it is completely ripped off. Like, <laughs> uh, I I thought it was going to, but it was just a humorous thing that you know Paris is well. <clears throat> she's living the Emily life, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like I kept, uh, I was afraid that they would run out of money, but then I remembered, oh yeah, Paris is rich. Right. right. She's not going to run out of money. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we have a situation with a key. Um, 
Jason uh, gives Lorelai a key to his apartment. And, uh, and it's awkward. Yeah. He's being practical about it, but that, and that it's not a big deal. And then, it, wait a second, it's, it is a big deal and we should talk about it. No, wait, it, this is not a big deal. Everybody's fine. And then they just, you know, they just kind of <laughs> break for the day. But I do like that uh, Lorelai uh, brings for a snack uh, French toast and bacon in a bag and just <laughs> t- just pours some syrup into it. Yeah, the other drivers love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, back at spring break, uh, we have the big giant tent on the beach. We've got tables. We've got chairs and food. uh, uh, Paris is uh, supplying. And we have the beautiful Madeline and Louise uh, show up in their bikinis. Hello. That was exciting. (laughs) Very exciting. They came for Tulane spring break and just decided to stay. They've been there a month. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. You got to know the rules. You have to know that you sleep in the afternoon. Yeah. So you can party hard at night. Right. And you have to know the hottest clubs. And 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 I'm thinking. What? (laughs) Most importantly, you have to make out with each other to get what you want. Uh, (laughs) Foreshadowing. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, so, uh, oh, so it did get. Did, were you like, oh, where's this going? Uh, well, were you I was expecting like, either more gonna, from it? I was like, either we're going to see uh, Madeline and Louise do it, or we're going to see Rory and Paris do it. But I didn't. I certainly didn't think that they were going to end up in a relationship with each other as a result, or some sort of romantic thing would happen. Uh, I think this was. I think this was a thing at the time. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think this was. Something that straight girls did to get attention that was just a laugh. Just, I think this was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, but it was like a momentary um, fad. Fad, it's a fad. (laughs) Weird. But yeah, in the the scene, I was thinking, how were Paris, how was Paris friends with Madeline Louise? And then she says in a quick, a quick little, you know, how were we, were we ever friends? (laughs) Their, their lifestyles are just completely different. Here is Paris covering up with sunscreen, long sleeves, a hat. Like, why are you even in the sun? I don't know. I think, you know, I mean, Paris Oh, sorry, I think Madeline and Louise definitely talked a good game, you know, and Louise always seemed like the girl, the kind of an easy girl, you know, and Madeline was always a little weird, but they were both under Paris's rule. Ever since Chilton ended, they have been going to from college to college. They've been hanging out in spring break for, you know, over a month. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they, they're... They're different than they were when they hung out with Paris, you know? But yeah. I don't know. They're just more free. <laughs> I know. And just to, like how Paris is not going to run out of $5 for tipping people because she's rich. I mean, could you imagine being 18 years old in college and having like unlimited money? Yeah. Being rich. Like you would lose your mind. <laughs> I would lose my mind if I was uh-huh. given like free reign and all the money that I could spend. I mean, I when, I when I first went to college after after high school, my very first semester, I think I went to one class, and now I wasn't rich. I just was happy to be free. I was like, mm-hmm. so I there's a choice. You're saying there's a I have a choice here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll just I have never a choice. Go. <laughs> right. I don't care about making the right choice. I'm just right. making a choice. Right. I was I always had in the back of my mind. I got to get back to it. <laughs> 
uh, I think eventually I need to take a test. So, you know, if I study real hard, you know, I cram, it'll be like one of those college movie, you know, but I, I don't even think I made it to the test before I started getting booted out of classes. So. <laughs> well, see now with me, I still didn't at 18 years old, didn't have freedom. I was still under the tight reign of my father. And mm-hmm. all I could think of was I want to get out of school so I can get out of the house. Yeah. Like I still, it was still like high school for mm-hmm. me. Uh, so Rory and Paris are, uh, doing the perfect quarantine spring break here. <laughs> Which, yeah. I, I do love, I mean, God, Rory is an icon in, in this moment when we find out that she researched ahead to find out the perfect video store that could go to while they were on spring break. <laughs> <laughs> and she finds Joseph Campbell in the power of myth, a, a, a special mini series that she is, uh, Obsessed with, or and was obsessed with for a long time, and and I have you ever watched this? No, I used to love this. Oh my god, really? I've yeah. never heard of it. Well, I mean, you know, uh, they they bring it up, they bring it up in the series, but um, uh, one of some of my favorite parts is how they showed that um, Star Wars was very influenced by uh, some of the teachings of Joseph Campbell. Yeah, uh, about how. How today any kind of superhero movie is the hero's journey. Journey, hero's journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like <clears throat> it's so it's it it's um so relevant today to everything that we see. I've never watched that, but I am definitely going to look it up. Put it in my Netflix queue. Oh, it's definitely intriguing. I mean, uh, I think what blew my mind when I was younger, and I you know I I you know, was that as much of a bookworm as Rory. I probably didn't read as much advanced stuff as Rory, but it did kind of blow my mind that you know all these different stories even even star wars everything could go back to these first myths that were you know told when you were you know when you know in ancient times and how ancient greeks and yeah yeah like not much has changed people are people Mm -hmm. and we've been we're the same you know been the same for thousands of years so I love this whole, uh, are we doing it right? We need to commit. We need to get out there. And they kind of go to the door and look out. And there's just people partying and going, woo And they're just like, oh, maybe tomorrow we'll start. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're in quarantine. They're literally in quarantine right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for Rory and Paris for not wanting to, um, for not being pressured, not bending to the peer pressure of trying to be something that they're not. It's like it's a break, you know. Do what you want to do. Uh, do what you want to do. Yeah. You want to watch Joseph Campbell's myth, whatever Mill Moyers thing. Yeah, eat pizza, do drink Pepsi, do whatever you want to do. Yep, yep. You do, you do, you, you do, Rory yeah. in Paris. Yeah, yep. Uh, so yeah, the next day they are hanging out poolside and they're watching guys fight with giant Q-tips. I don't know what those things are. Do you? Mm, nope. <laughs> Uh, there's a cute guy mm-hmm. and there's awkwardness and I don't really know oh, uh, down here. Well, uh, Lorelai calls, Lorelai and Rory are on the phone oh, and yeah, Lorelai is, wants to hear, I, I want to know all about it. And Rory's trying to explain the Q-tips on the sticks and Lorelai has no clue what she's talking about. And then the cute guy walks by and, sm- I mean, he's got a great smile and Rory kind of trails off and Lorelai knows something's up. Like who, what, who, cute guy walked by. Yeah. Uh, so also, so then Paris tells Rory to go to the bar to talk to the cute guy so she can live vicariously through her. Paris hasn't had any good food. 
She's only had vending machine. And also, this place is very old-fashioned. This is like a mom-and-pop <laughs> hotel, motel at the beach. These do not exist. I would love if anybody can tell me anywhere on any beach where a mom-and-pop motel still exists. <laughs> because they're all, you know, high-rise condominiums. And, you know, big companies have come in and bought all this stuff up. Yeah. But, uh... So they announce a banana eating contest, and Paris is like, "Oh, food!" And uh, then she gets like booed out of the banana eating contest because she thought it was really eating bananas. But I guess it was simulating oral sex. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> okay, so Rory goes and talks to the guy and asks if he knows what the the the, the, the Q-tip things are called. He doesn't know. Does he remind you of Jess in a way? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. A little bit. He's a little taller. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. He's, he's got more, a great smile, but he's he more does, blander, I think. Than, he just he's not. He just wants to like smile at her from afar. He doesn't want to talk to her really. Yeah. Yeah. He like runs off. I don't know. And uh, Madeline and Louise leave because they can't compete with the twins. <laughs> <laughs> So, the club. Um, do you know this band? The Shins? The Shins. They are great. And and I think, you know, I think the show really wanted to show off that they got the Shins. I'm not sure. I, they really broke out with uh, Garden State. And I think this is pre-Garden State, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> but they're, you know, they've always been, a, you know, a, kind of a college radio band. Um, but I, I did think to myself, like... This is cool. The shins are here. You know, they're really spotlighting them on the on the show. Yeah, um, they practically played the whole song. Right. And and then it's like this weird thing where their song ends and all of a sudden you hear other music and you realize, oh, that's not them playing. That's the show, the soundtrack being, you know, piping in a, another song um, because you don't actually see the stage after that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I thought to myself, the shins aren't exactly a spring break band. <laughs> Like, like they're very self-serious. Yeah. Where the hell is Smash Mouth or Sugar Ray? You know, <laughs> that's a spring break band. Uh, I don't know. I just like sitting beachside and listening to the shins. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> getting drunk and partying to the shins. So I don't know. Yeah. See, I mean, I kind of thought that too, but also I wasn't, I'm not an, not a shins expert. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm, not, a I'm not, an, expert either. not an expert on that era of music, but uh, yeah, they seemed a little serious for yeah, I like some spring of their stuff, breaking. But it's like, yeah, I could imagine playing volleyball to the shins. <laughs> uh, yeah, Madeline Louise get payback on the twins by knocking into them and knocking their drink on themselves. That's funny. Um, and Paris looks around and says, why is everybody having a better time than we are? We're doing everything right, but maybe we're not trying hard enough. And that's when Paris throws a big old kiss onto Rory and Rory is very bothered by this. (laughs) Uh, and I, I just love how angry she gets about it. And then Paris is like, I was like, all right, I know you're angry. I know, but how was it? Like, (laughs) Guys will lie to you. I need to hear from uh, from a good friend of mine how well I kiss. <laughs> yeah, she said because 
it's not a it's not a sort of thing you ask a guy because that makes you look like you got low self esteem. And I've read that that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And she said, but Madeline and Louise did it, and uh, Rory said, Madeline and Louise wear their underwear on the outside of their clothes. <laughs> Get away from me! You're not my type. And of course, Dude Bro is uh, very turned on by this. Uh, and, and any so sort that of just respect repulsed. we had for him. Yes, it repulses Rory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're back in Stars Hollow. We're talking with Jason. Jason and Lorelai are coming home, and he re- he's saying he did the key thing wrong, and and now he does it right. He he talks about how this is the point where he bolts, um, but instead he felt like felt like he would be an idiot if uh, he he left the relationship now, and you know he really he doesn't find anything wrong with this relationship. He's having a good time, so. Instead, he got her a key, and uh, and it's like, oh, of course, you know, like that's that's a much better way of explaining <laughs> explaining it than he blundered through earlier that morning, and a lot less confusing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so Lorelai goes in and she's happy. She's yeah. all smitten, and she checks the machine. And Luke has left a message <laughs> needs to be picked up at a certain, very specific place, the jail in Litchfield, yeah. and bring three hundred dollars. It's a loan for my bail. Oh so, hell, I'm in jail. <laughs> oh hell, it's for my bail. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh yeah, Madeline and, and Louise say that um, Rory and Paris would make a great couple. <laughs> Which is really funny. Yeah, where they're sitting by the pool with their solo cups. Yes. And they talk all about how Ash, Paris is dating Asher and he's in Denver and he wanted her to go spend time with people her own age and he wanted her to have fun. Yeah, and Madeline and Louise are totally okay with it until all of a sudden they find out that he's not actually buying her nice things. <laughs> so yeah. What's the oh, point? yeah, because dating older men are great. You go to all the nice restaurants. Yeah. Jewelry. Then the subject yeah. of Dean comes up. Mm-hmm. He's married. Oh, it's not going to last. It's not yeah. going to last. And then Madeline calls Dean and Rory has to leave him a mess, a drunken message on his machine. Uh, it's very cute. It is. I, it's I, cute. A very, a, a great Madeline and Louise scene as well. I love the, uh, we get this, um, <clears throat> You know, Rory's Rory's like humiliated, and then gets on the phone and just trying to like talk to his machine, like explain like what was happening, and then hangs up and has to go throw up. But um, she t- she looks at Madeline Louise and says, "Don't move because I'm going to come back and I'm going to kill you." <laughs> and Madeline Louise click their solo cups together and say, "We'll be here." And um, <laughs> so I cheated a little stuff. I went to the IMDb, and you know how I love Madeline Louise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they never returned to the show after the scene. Really? Yes. And that brings me to our our theory, my theory. Uh, I mean, because I've really been pretty skimpy on the theories this season. But um, Madeline Louise never returned to the show because they're still on spring break and they're waiting for <laughs> Rory to come back. Or... Rory really did murder them both, and that's why we never hear from them again. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of two things. And what's weird about it is is that we don't see them ever again in in this episode, on the show, uh, according to IMDb. Um, And the next scene, we see Rory and Paris stumbling on the beach, and Rory – you know, they talk about like what they did and um, 
and that and then she says she's uh, uh, they go through the checklist and then Rory says something about having to go throw up. Mm-hmm. Like that's something they didn't do on their list. So I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I think I they think just they meant to throw up. <laughs> well, I think they meant. Uh, well, I, I don't think they really meant that they were going to throw up. I think they just meant they <laughs> were just so really drunk. Yeah. They were just drunk. Oh, okay. And then they haven't thrown up. I just think it's something you say when you're drunk that you're going to throw up, whether you feel like it or not. Yeah. Um, but so uh, they decide, yeah, on the beach, they decide that they've done everything that they yeah. plan to do and they're ready to go. They're done. <laughs> Paris is going to fly them home. Frequent flyer mm-hmm. miles. And Glenn stumbles out of the ocean, which with perhaps a fresh tattoo on his chest. And, uh, and, uh, I'm kind of thinking he's on hallucinogens because, uh, he's not making a lot of sense and he's not acting. He's not acting drunk. I'm thinking he's on drugs. Uh huh. Hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. <laughs> This is not funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. It's a good, nice try, Glenn. A real memorable character, buddy. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Lorelai bells Luke out, and we find out that he got in trouble for uh, assaulting the gentleman who parked in front of Nicole, Nicole and Luke's house, his truck, and uh, Lorelai even brings him back to the house, and the guy's still there. I mean, I'm sorry. But what kind of nerve do you have to bring a, bring a guy home to the house that you own with your quote unquote husband? And I don't know from what Luke was saying, it doesn't sound like they they were they've been talking about this or that you know. I mean, from what we've learned, you know, he hasn't been there a lot. You know, they he he does and and they haven't been getting along. But I don't. Where do, how do you jump to? Oh, this house that I bought with my, you know, significant other that we're that we're not very much together. How, like, how do you decide to start bringing a fellow home? You know, yeah, discussing you... that with the other person. Like, yeah, we're definitely done, and we have to set some boundaries here. <laughs> like, yeah, like he woke yeah. up at that house and put on the guy's socks. It's not like he wasn't staying there at all. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, you know, and I didn't look up on IMDb about whether or not Nicole comes back, but <laughs> I'm, this is, this is, smells a lot like, yeah, we're kind of done with this character. Uh huh. And, uh, and we're going to make her do something that, you know, we're really going to be rooting for Luke and not being, not be very happy about her or with her. So she's now sleeping with this other guy and completely disregards the fact that Luke lives there too, even though they're not getting along. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought it was weird. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and also, you know, he they, he's beating up the car outside of the house again, and she doesn't come out. So I'm assuming that they couldn't get her back again or decided eh, it's not worth paying this actress for a role that we're not getting much more out of. Because honestly, what we're here for, Luke and Lorelai, duh. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but it's, you know, it's nice to see, I mean, I, I wish it was as nice of a scene, a nice of a scene as, you know, like the church scene with, uh, Luke and Lorelai, you know? It, yeah. It's just, you just kind of feel sad for Luke. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rory and Lorelai touch base one more time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rory is back at Yale and Lorelai is mad because she's all panicky because she called the motel and couldn't. Said they said that Rory wasn't there, so Rory's like, "Well, 
So you're saying that it was I didn't have to ask you to go, but I was supposed to let you know that I came home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and well, she is proud that her baby found her first uh, hangover food, which is mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Rory gets a call. She lets Lorelai go because it's Dean. Mm-hmm. And then Lorelai's getting off the phone saying, "You didn't spring be, blah, you didn't spend your spring break with Bill Moyers." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she hears about the the. I think the funny thing is like she hears about the fact that Rory kissed Paris. Rory was kissed by Paris, and also oh. hears about the power of myth. But she's more upset about the power of myth. <laughs> yeah, because earlier. Uh, you know, when they first go get the videos, Paris is bragging that she saw it four times. And Rory says she saw it five, almost six. But her mother hid the videos. And Paris said, I thought you and your mother could get along. She said, oh, even we have our dark times. Hmm. So I guess Lorelai, Rory had watched The Power of Myth so many times. Lorelai got frustrated with it and hid it. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it for that one. Um, shall we move on to tick? Okay, tick, wait. Tick, what ooh. about what about no. Rory leaning back in the bed and talking to Dean on the phone, talking to a married man on the phone? Mm-hmm. Well, not cool. I mean, you're talking to a married man on Google Hangouts, and uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's not the same thing, <laughs> is it? Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, it, because they were in a previous relationship, uh, it, it might be some sort of taboo there. But I don't know. To me, uh, yeah, we're, I mean, we get into it in the next episode. So I guess we should save it. But I mean, to me, like the social conventions just irritate me. You know, like you're not supposed to do this if you're married. You're not supposed to do that. I don't I don't know. Uh, it'd be better to break it down as it as it. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay, so tick, 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 boom, boom. Yeah, Luke doesn't like babies. I don't think he likes baby cooing. I think if it'd be fine if it was just the baby there, but it's the fact that they're just sitting there, like going, "Here's the plane coming into the port." Yeah, what did like we do before else. planes? Oh, it was a choo-choo train. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, guys, can you be any more? Like, if I was just sitting there, irritated, listening to that in the background, I'd just be even more steamed. Um, and uh, Jack. Jackson suddenly felt violently protective. <laughs> <laughs> I like that great. too, yeah. Yeah, he was like, this is so out of character for me. <laughs> uh, and in walks Taylor. Taylor is back, everybody. So happy for Taylor. I don't know where he went to, but, uh, you know, maybe he was in a play or something. But um, I was thinking the exact same thing. Wonder if he was in a play or if they were like, you know, we can only use you in... So many episodes. We get well, only have enough money to pay you for three episodes this season or right. whatever. Um, and yes, he has got a uh, a, a hairpiece now. Yeah, and oh crap! And you're nobody's supposed to notice it. You know, it's so funny because I immediately came on the wrong side. Like I immediately came on the yeah on the wrong side of where this show is trying to get me to be. You know, to laugh because the the show is like taylor you idiot you're like what a, what a dummy you're like yeah it's and, obvious you've got a hairpiece yeah. on my, and my very first note for this and you know i just want to say you know i'm i got a little bald spot in the back i don't think i'd ever wear a hairpiece 
But I also, um, as strange as they look on other people, I just don't feel like I sh- would want to ever shame somebody for wearing one, you know? So when he came in and he's wearing it and he's not even talking about it, uh, my note was, good for you, Taylor. Just wear it and just don't even mention it. Yeah, just it, be and, proud. And, you know, wear and it with it, pride. Yeah. And like what sells it is your confidence, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm inspired by Taylor's attitude. You know, I know Taylor is usually a complete jerk, uh, but um, to me, I was like, I was, I was happy. Like if he's happy, you know, you want to be happy for somebody. I don't know. But they know they're very familiar with what he looks like and they know that this is wrong. It's different. Right. Well, to to them, it's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, she, what, what, a stranger might think it looked totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk about it more. Um, yeah. So there's a big smell going through the town. They think it's the skunks. The skunks are back. Mm-hmm. Kirk walks in, and obviously, Kirk knows what's up. Yeah. But he's not saying anything. Uh, okay. So over at the dragonfly. Dragonfly is looking good. Yeah, it's coming together. That uh, set is being built. Uh, Dean and you mean special guest star Jared Padalecki? Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> special guest star Jared Padalecki and Michelle are moving this bookcase around the room, and Jared Padalecki is so out of breath. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> and trying to act. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Mich- and Michelle said he's going to jump off the Amistad. Yeah, because he's <laughs> he, he's like that's he a pretty like. like Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? That's, yes. You're, that's icky. That's an yeah. icky line. That's an icky line. Yeah. Um, but so then, they're like, give Dean, it to Rory. Let's give it to Rory. Okay. Then Dean just like picks it up on his own and walks away, which is funny. <laughs> uh, uh, at Friday night dinner, Lorelai is going on and 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 on about anvils. Anvils. Oh, and she mentions that metrosexual is a word now. And I was like, Ah. we've dated the episode. (laughs) Okay, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's wondering where anvils went. Like, they were in kids' cartoons if they are ubiquitous. And she she was like, I don't know if I'm using this word right. And Rory (laughs) says, it depends on where you're going with this. And, uh, you know, so ubiquitous that even children in cartoon, you know, Watching their cartoons would know what an anvil was, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's the correct usage." Right. And uh, so Bob, uh, Jason, and Richard are going to acquire Bob's company, <laughs> and it's just a small company. It's just, it's just Bob. <laughs> and Lorelai starts snickering and making jokes about how Bob's going to have to turn in a two weeks' notice to himself. Right. Uh, and Bob's a Rhodes Scholar, so uh, Lorelai was like, well, "Maybe we can ask him where the anvils went." And his he's married to a young Twinkie whose car is just like Barbie's. <laughs> yeah, and Emily voiced the displeasure with having to uh, socialize with her. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. We're going to have Emily having to deal with some, like, you know, young, you know, trophy bride. But nope, we're not dealing with that. Uh, all right. So in Taylor's candy shop, Taylor is looking, you know, this little lady tells Taylor how healthy he looks. And then she says, it must be the fake hair. Yeah. Uh, and then Kurt comes in and he says, he realizes what it was. The smell is from, it's the 59 eggs from the Easter egg hunt that, um, were unaccounted for. There were 300 eggs they hid in that 
very bare town square. <laughs> like, where would you just? I would just place them in the grass constantly. Uh, yeah, they would have to get very creative. Three hundred eggs in that town, like. <laughs> Uh, I get you know using all sorts of different places in the gazebo for one, I guess, and I think there's maybe a tree or something, but um, yeah, it, it it's pretty funny. Uh, so uh, oh wait, um, was it Kirk that says I find your hair very believable? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's he's feel he feels ashamed of himself. He feels like he's let Taylor down. Yeah, like Taylor's his father, yeah. and. I mean, like, Taylor is not the boss of this town. I don't know why everybody acts like, Taylor acts like it, and everybody else treats him like he is just the king of Stars Hollow, and he's not. It is pretty meta, though, because, you know, I've been noticing in this season with Taylor's absence, like, Kirk has been filling in his role, you know, Mm -hmm. in his own Kirk way, but, you know, he's been in charge of all these different things that have been happening, and, uh, you know. And then we just find out that Taylor was on vacation. <laughs> um, all right. We're on the golf course. It's Jason, Richard, and Bob. Jason's terrible at golf and says he wishes everybody could do business around an air hockey table, basically, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I, I'd be all about. Uh, I loved air hockey. Um, yeah. There is this weird, you know, this whole businessman, this whole uh, – um, that workplace environment and the way that they treat each other and the way the men communicate and how business is done is all through this this episode. Uh, well, just like how when they went to the uh, to that dinner, you know, when Floyd, you know, they were trying to. What am I trying to say? When they were at that that rare document dinner. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had to have a date and. They had to. They had to do it this way. They had to do it that way. Um, and then when Floyd came up, Richard was. Tr- they were trying to translate. They were trying to decipher what Floyd was thinking and meaning by everything he said. Right. Which I get. You know, every workplace, work environment has their own code of behaviors and everything. But this work, this this businessman, insurance company, uh, workplace behavior is just weird um, to, me, to me it's I, I mean i'll just say right out of the gate they try to get as much drama out of this whole thing and it really surprises me how deep into this we get in this episode mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be mm-hmm. kind of a huge thing but mm-hmm. in the meantime lorelei and and rory are both just kind of hanging out on the sidelines throughout this episode we get a b plot with rory and dean uh, and uh, we get a very minor B part of just B plot of Lorelai worrying that the, her parents are going to find out about her and Jason again, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly about like business and what Floyd's doing, and uh, you know, it, it's kind of mild here. But in the back half of this episode, I found myself mm-hmm. going, "Okay, why am I watching like Richard, Floyd, and Jason having cigars? Like, I don't." Mm-hmm. Care about this? <laughs> yes, the whole story. Okay, we'll get to it though. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, where are we? Oh, this is the golf so the, course. So, yeah, the golf course. And they're planning dinner. this this dinner. Yes, that oh, uh, uh, Emily would love to get together with your wife and blah blah blah. And then so then Emily is like, oh, we're going to plan this dinner, and that, but it'll be seven people because you know Jason doesn't have a mate, right. so that'll be odd. That's not right. <laughs> You know, to to not have a date. Yeah. 
because you know we we have there's wives and their wives <laughs> have a role and the wives have a place and uh so <laughs> Dean just jumped at the chance to take this bookcase to Rory at Yale. Like he got there so fast, he <laughs> got there before Lorelai could even tell Rory that this bookcase was coming. Well, I'm sure he had a nice conversation with Rory on the phone. Uh, for some reason, he never talked about his school plans with her, even though <laughs> the last time they've talked, last couple times they've talked, it, it, we've brought up school stuff. Um, but that conversation, they didn't talk about school stuff. So now they actually talk about um, what Dean's up to. And uh, he's taking a break from school. He says he, you know, Lindsay... Does he say Lindsay wants a townhouse? <laughs> yes. Lindsay is expecting a townhouse within, you know, by such and such time. <laughs> and uh, Rory just like loses it. Yeah. I'm like, Rory, why are you so emotionally involved in this situation? <laughs> like, this is not your boyfriend. I went back and forth. I was like, is Rory like being too offensive about how much she jumps down Dean's throat about this? I mean, or I see her. Dean being too defensive when he gets really kind of upset. I think they both go to a little bit of extremes here. Yeah. I mean, and I understand because like if somebody that I cared about was saying, oh, I'm going to take a semester off of, of school, I would be thinking, no, don't because yeah. you'll never go back. But then the, then they're like, well, you don't have any faith in me that I don't that I'm not committed to this situation to where I would, you know, finish school. But I mean, I see where she's coming from, but she just is like, this is this, this is not your place. It's not your place. Yeah, it's none of your business. I mean, he's she not can... your man. He's not your responsibility. He's not. He's nothing to you but a friend. Uh, why are you so emotional? Also, you know, you don't trust that he can speak for himself. That he, when he says he's taking a year off from school because he wants to get a townhouse for his wife, that. That's what he wants to do, that he does intend to go back to school. Like she just kind of leans back on this like, well, if you know, you, you get out of school, you'll never go back, you know, um, and that, you know, she's worried that he'll never go back. Well, maybe he doesn't. Maybe school's not. For, why does he have to go to school, by the way? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. I remember in the first season he liked books. That might have been the reason why. Because mm -hmm. uh, she she knows that he's capable and he's, you know, he's got the potential to. But well, you know, I think she, I, I think she should have put it better. Like, hey, if, like, so put, put it like, hey, if you ask me, I think you should, you should really consider doing school. I mean, it's not in my business that you, you know, you want to get a house with your wife. That's obviously between you guys, but I think you should stick out school and you know get back to it. Um, I don't know. She just seemed to be a little bit out of her place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right, but then Dean is like, like calls her elitist, you know, because she's of course saying this from her dorm room in Yale, and you know, and I'm sure there might be a little bit of jealousy that she's living this life and he's now in this marriage, which you know we're not sure how happy he is at this point. I, I, to me, it's like, is Rory making a bit of assumption here, or are we supposed to believe that Dean isn't actually happy with Lindsay? I know she's not as great as Rory, but. <laughs> well, but, you know, we saw him at the arcade. Yeah. Saying that it, sounding like he spends a, some time, a good bit of time at the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I guess we're supposed to take something from that. But 
Yeah, you know, he says. Has Lindsay he ever it, come across to us though as like anything but anything other than a nice, nice person? Fine for Dean. Just yeah. maybe they're perfect for each other. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, or like uh, Poe Buddy's perfect. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, it's easy for Rory to say he needs to go back to school when she, all she has to worry about is school. And she doesn't have other people depending on her. She doesn't have, you know, a spouse depending on her. So maybe she should be quiet. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, Dean doesn't have rich grandparents, I'm thinking, that will pay attention for him. Because he says, (laughs) I'm going to take a a break from school so I can get caught up, you know, make some money. And she says, make some money for what? For life, Rory. Yeah. Anyway. And then he also says, you know, uh, a college degree doesn't doesn't guarantee a job. Yeah, he's right. Uh, and and you know, it, it that it if that's something that's going to keep you from going to school, that might not be an excuse. You should like. To me, it's kind of like, hey, you never know. Nowadays, it's like you should try and 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 be educated and try to go for what you want to be. Um, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> like all, all yeah. your efforts might be for not, but yeah, that's know, like Morgan's, try? Morgan's, uh, majoring in business management. Right. There are people out there with business, business management degrees who do not have jobs, but also business, there's a business, there's businesses everywhere. You know, like it's a huge, uh, Field, field, (laughs) field is the word that I couldn't think of. But also, it seems so broad to where it's not specific enough. Right. So. Um, But, yeah, he should be able to make up his own mind, though. I mean, I just, you know, Rory's. Well, and she should be supportive of her friend. If he is, if he is her, if she is her friend, if she is his friend, she should say, if that's what you want to do. Then I then go for it. If that's right. what you want, if you want to provide your wife with their, with your own home, because don't they live with her parents? I'm assuming. Which, speaking from experience, <laughs> gets old. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, and and who knows? You know how how small those accommodations are. Um, but it, it it might make him happiest to get his wife a house. It might make him happiest to I don't know to to to, to get a house, just to have his own house. He might be that might be something he really wants. And living next door to your in laws, you might as well be living with them. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, they can hear you. Yeah, don't tell them I said that. <laughs> All right, so the town bands together to find the eggs. Because um, mm-hmm, Kirk didn't make a, a map. Yeah. Uh, lunch at Dozy's, 5% off. You get a discount. <laughs> uh, can can Jews hunt Easter eggs? <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, and then Kirk. Go for a solid, a solid excuse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Kirk does a Newt Rockney for all those elderly people in the audience. I don't know. Like, they have to throw in a joke for the old people every <laughs> once in a while. Oh, they mentioned Dennis Kucinich earlier in this episode. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a name. <laughs> yeah. That's a politician I remember from the past. <laughs> the past, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, then Kirk 
Oh wait, we we first have the again with the toupee jokes, and uh, I just I don't know. To me, it's just like if it makes him happy. I don't know. I, this should be this episode, like the, the episode lesson that the writer of the episode is just not getting or is not not interested in dealing with. If something that somebody's doing makes them happy, why not just let them do what they're doing? I I, I don't know. Makes Taylor happy to have hair. Why can't he have hair on his head? Yeah, I mean, look at Lorelai's hair. I think she probably has a hair piece. Her hair is so thick and long, <laughs> thicker, a lot thicker than it. You know, her hair has up until this season has been kind of looks like she has. You know, it just doesn't looks like she has to put a lot into. I'm just saying, she's either she's put she has she's wearing a piece in her hair, or she's found some really good vitamins for her hair. Right. Right. Uh. All right, and then Kirk gives a speech like Churchill and then starts maniacally looking for eggs. And I just wrote down, uh, Kirk has now gone full Kramer. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Newt Rotney. Oh, I don't know. Is that – okay. See, I – It's we, some we, kind of football guy. Oh, really? See, I thought mm-hmm. that was like a, a Churchill. Like we're going to search. We're going to go from the waters and the beaches and the sea. I don't know. I, I thought it was a, a fighting Irish – what's his name? I've never heard of that name before, so. <laughs> Nuke Rotney. Nuke. Nuke Rotney. Rockney. Oh, is that a. Oh, I, wasn't there a a movie starring Ronald Reagan about that guy? <laughs> Maybe that comes from that movie. This is the sound of Steph Googling. <laughs> Newt Rockney. Yeah. Football player and coach of Notre Dame. Oh, Barty Yawning. Yeah, I think that was it. That's what I think it is, but whatever. It wasn't funny. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, okay. Anything else about that scene? No. Jason is wearing that atrocious sweater again. This is my fashion watch for the week. Um, Why is it atrocious? It's atrocious. I would never, ever wear that. It's a ivory-colored turtleneck sweater. It is a turtleneck that just kind of hangs around your neck, like a cow like a, neck. Yeah, like a like the thing that they put on dogs so they won't like lick their wounds. Um, and then it's also like a half sweater (laughs) or like, it's not a half sweater. It's a complete sweater, but half the sweater is one design and the other half is just like a, is, is a plain design. And yeah, he was wearing that. He wore that, uh, sweater in the episode where Lorelai is taking him furniture shopping and, uh, he put a jacket on over it. So that covered it up, but it really bothered me when I first saw it. I was like, what are you wearing? And here he is. He's wearing it again. So I had to call him out. Hmm. Uh, We get a little uh, worry about what's going to happen in future episodes, perhaps, uh, because uh, we learned that Floyd Floyd and his mom uh, also have set Jason up, Jason up on dates before. And then as soon as Jason's happy with the girl, then they just completely disapprove of her. Like they turn on her and Lorelai is a bit nervous about that. And then a cow moves. And I was like, was that one of those jokes that I didn't catch when it first happened? (laughs) Oh no, he set the clock. He set the timer. They were cooking and they were trying to find a place for the, to put the, Put to put the plant, and he said, "When the cow moves, din- moves dinner will be ready." Oh, uh, okay. Didn't, and didn't uh, and they were talking about how I he was nervous. I swear, 
and then she was nervous, and then he felt better because she was nervous. Okay, I found Jason's cream mock turtleneck was also in contention for most batshit crazy outfit. This is the second time he's worn it. It doesn't look that yes. bad in this picture. It doesn't look that bad in this picture, but trust me. Is that from a website or something? Some some blog, womeninrevolt.com. Oh, I've read them before. They're awesome. Uh, <laughs> looking for uh, Gilmore Girls pictures, I stumbled onto some of their earlier reviews, and it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> Terrible sweater. Maybe maybe I'll find that uh, that picture and uh, make it our uh, episode art. It depends. Okay. Because everybody must must deal with the sweater this week. Um, it's the only thing that's going to make us forget about the, the hell that's going on outside is to have to absorb the, the hell that is a sweater. All right. Uh, speaking of things that people like that – it's so funny. You know, the lesson of this episode I've been saying all along is let people mm-hmm. enjoy what they enjoy. And if it makes them happy, you should be happy for them. But I guess it's yes. Jason, so I hate Jason so uh-huh. and I want him to go away. So, But it's okay that Lane feels like that she was involved in the movement that killed Disco, even <laughs> though she wasn't born yet. <laughs> I know. Well, that was my other note. I was like, what the heck? What What is up with this writer? Just like, here's all the things I think are stupid. <laughs> and I'm going to make the characters say they're stupid. And uh, yeah, Lane wants to, not only disco, she just wants to wipe out all music that she thinks is uncool. Yeah. Something about some place that uh, plays Nirvana two times in a row or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, remember Lane likes music and yeah, that's it. <laughs> We get a little with a brief check in with Lane. Uh, so uh, Kirk hid some of these eggs in trees. Uh, that was just for him. Oh right, right. That wasn't for the kids. That was for his delight. Oh, right. Oh, and Jackson and Gypsy um, have a jinx fight after both saying hair, because Taylor says we're losing with, and they say hair, and. Um, and then we go to Dosie's and Rory is telling Lane all about her disappointment with Dean and is mad with Lindsay for not encouraging for not yeah, encouraging. She says, what do, why can't Lindsay work? What does she do all day? They turn the corner and <gasps> there's Lindsay. Yep. And I just wrote, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Rory, you're the worst. I know. It's like, okay, you can have these grapes and want to talk to your best friend about them, but just to loudly bark about them in Dosey's Market in the middle of Stars Hollow for anybody to hear. It, mm-hmm. you know, it's a small town. Yeah. A very, very, very small town. And trust me, they word gets around about things quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, my next note is just Kirk is a wreck and Taylor is unforgiving. <laughs> Yeah, Kirk has been up for like two days. He's wearing these uh, like painters overalls, and uh, yeah, Taylor's yeah, he's just gone cruel full, and mean. He has now gone full uh, Ernest P. Whirl. He's got the hat and everything. No? Oh, Taylor has. I don't know who that is. Ernest. Taylor, you know, oh, Ernest like goes to camp. Ernest goes uh, to jail. Oh, I didn't know his name. Uh, Taylor is like so disappointed in Kirk. He's got to. He's because of this. He's going to have to cancel the flower show. Mm-hmm. And um, Joe just left for Kabbalah class. And Taylor's just mean. I know he's, he says something about there's no men left to search, and he and that's with Kirk being there as well. There's no men left. Yeah, because because Joe left for Kabbalah class. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So it's Friday night dinner. Uh, Lorelai looks hot. In this black dress with this, like... I can't believe... That's what she normally wears. Why are you making it a big deal? <laughs> I know everybody is telling her how good she looks. And she's like, oh, I must have been the bath. 
I didn't and dress then, up like that. I didn't dress up. This is normal. <laughs> yeah, well, because she, she's so self-conscious because she wants to make a good impression. It's just weird. She wants to make a good impression with Jason's parents, but she doesn't want anybody to know that she's trying to make a good impression with Jason's parents right. because nobody knows that her and Jason are dating. So, um, and then Rory was like, oh, yeah, you're meeting the parents. Yep. And uh, so Emily and Richard are not paying any attention because they're trying to decide the best place to put the liquor cart. And, uh, <laughs> and then Jason said, they've moved me. I was, I was sitting over there. They've already moved me. And then Emily says, where's that weird light coming from? And Laura says, you mean the moon, mom? You want to move the moon? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh. And, uh, yeah, Floyd is here and with his wife and, uh, Carol, right. And, uh, he's in a really good mood. Um, and uh, we find out later that Lorelai sang Summer Nights uh, for Grease with Craterface Cutler. And Jason did some dancing with Clubfoot Cindy. <laughs> I'm not sure if the latter is made up. Um, and, yeah, and Rory uh, says, I just thank you for not sending me to camp. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, Emily has a, a moment where I like was like, screw you, Emily. Uh, the whole um, Rory comes out and says that Elsa... Says dinner's almost ready, and, and Emily is like completely. This is like like this is normal for Emily, but it seems like she's really putting on an act because of the the you know the other snobby upper class people she's sitting there talking with. You know, like Floyd and Carol. Like she wants to make sure that she doesn't let any of that stuff kind of slide. You know how? Yeah, because. Yeah, because they're, they're like, oh, how many maids have you fired, Emily? Ha ha ha. Right. So the men go for cigars, and Richard tells out, tells this huge story about um, how this cigar... Oh, wait. Oh, back up. Sorry. During dinner, they're talking about... Uh, Anvils again? No. <laughs> no. Jason's nephew, who in 2021 is going to be a freshman at Yale. Oh, right. <laughs> well, shout out to Jason's nephew if you're out there listening. He's about to graduate from high school right now. <laughs> All right, so the men have cigars, and Richard talks about this whole story about he couldn't get these cigars from Hennessy's, which I'm assuming is a guitar, a guitar, a cigar uh, store of some sort or distributor. And so he decided to buy all the cig- c- cigars from the distributor, and then Hennessy's had to buy them from him, basically. And it's all about how like vindictive Richard is. It's a warning, quite honestly. Oh. <laughs> but it, it, uh, and, and at the time, I was like. I don't care about cigars on board. Yeah, on. I know exactly. I'm. I'm. St- I'm even 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 with the reveal at the end, I'm still kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is Luke and Lorelai together yet? No, I don't <laughs> care. Um. So, uh, Floyd then lets them know that he's going to be suing them, and it's because of he thinks he says that Jason is stealing clients and mm-hmm. broke so- his. Non competition clause <laughs> in his contract, and so then, then uh, Richard questions Jason. Like he questions where J- if Jason is telling the truth, he doesn't mm-hmm. believe Jason. And then they go out and they find out that Floyd has been tailing Jason with a private investigator. Right, knows that Jason and Lorelai are dating knows that 
Richard used his pension as collateral to start this business. Right. Emily did not know this. Like, just like, <laughs> tick, 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 boom. There it is. And like, this, this whole scene right here, like, when all the revelations happen, is very stage play. Like, it's all staying in the room, and then Floyd goes off to leave, and then we hear Jason walk off stage and is arguing with his father while we stay on Richard and Emily and Lorelai. And then Jason comes back and yeah, it's uh and then goes to talk to Richard in his office. But I just felt like, Oh, this is very much like a, a stage play. Like they didn't mm-hmm. they kind of, for some reason just kind of stayed on the drama of this moment of. Yes. With Lorelai looking very ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> and Emily just staring like 39 years old. <laughs> Yes, like she's very disappointed in her little girl. And uh, then, because this is, because there's, you know, Rory drove separate from Lorelai, so Emily's ready for Lorelai to leave. You know, you drove separate, you drove your car, didn't you? Well, I'm blocked in. Well, goodbye. Like, I'm done with you. Leave. I don't care that you're blocked in. <sighs> Which was, I mean, when Emma, Emily goes. From zero to a hundred yeah. when it comes to being disappointed with Lorelai. Mm-hmm. She just, there's no in between. There's no nuance. There is, I am completely just disappointed in you. Yeah, Richard and Emily are kind of the worst in this episode. <laughs> They're just, <laughs> I, I, I'm not happy with either of them. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have Jason swearing to Richard that he didn't do anything illegal, and uh, Richard even gets, gives him the what for about Lorelai. And but you know, Jason is telling, saying that his dad is doing a bluff and he hates paying for lawyers. And Richard says that he's got Jason's got his trust. And again, I'm just sitting here going, oh my God, how much more of this we have to deal with on an episode of Gilmore Girls? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on with Miss Patty? I would rather <laughs> like. What, Come on. What's Babette? Go, is Mari in town? Like, where's Mari? I want to see Mari. I mean, if yeah. this is uh, some sort of movie on its own, I'd be like, all right, so this is the movie, you know? But this is not anything I want to do on Gilmore Girls. I don't care. Yeah. Well, just like, you know, the death of the grandmother. Yeah. Uh, All of that. It's just too heavy for this show. Right. Too realistic. It's not, yeah, it's not... Um, <laughs> So Jason says to Lorelai, who's trying to get out of the driveway, that he has at his apartment the largest bottle of vodka known to man. And Lorelai says, but what will you drink? And he says, gin. <laughs> Which I, I like that one. And yeah. Anyway, back in normal Gilmore Girls, we have we have uh, Kirk just the just Oh, so like even like gets scared, like scares an old lady. Like he's that. <laughs> he's that messed Wild up. eyed. Yeah. yeah. And he's looking for the final 12 eggs. And the hero of Stars Hollow <laughs> comes in and says he's, he's gives him the last 12 and, and, uh, and, uh, says, you know, tell Taylor you found them. And yeah, uh, be the hero, be the hero. And then Kirk, I love you, Luke Day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. That, Cause it's just typical Luke. He is, I'm not going to get involved in this, this insanity of, of the town. Y'all crazy, but he's, he saves the day. He always, yep. you know, comes in at the last minute. And Rory then, is driving down the street and Dean stops her, yeah, pulls Dean her just, into a, 
Dark alley. Yeah, just runs out of the, uh, uh, alongside her car in the road and gets her to park and is like, "Come with me." And then they go into an alley. Like, is he? Is she like about to get stabbed? What's <laughs> happening? Or, or whatever. It, you know, I even wrote down, um, "Are they going to kiss?" You know, because mm-hmm. I, I was, I wasn't sure it was. It would seem very dramatic. You know, mm-hmm. but he wants to apologize, and um, and sh- she's. Um, She's kind of apologetic, but she doesn't want Dean to to settle for just getting a house and going to college or whatever. Yeah, they, they it was it was a much better conversation because she was explaining more of how she felt. You know, they're friends. She cares about him. She wants the best for him. She wants him to, you know, that she wants. She thinks he's capable of, you know, and could of going to college. She wants that for him and. Uh, oh, and then he says, Lin- oh, she says, does Lindsay know we're friends? Does she know we talk? And he said, oh, well, she does now, but she wants us to stop talking. And I don't want that. Oh, this, see, because this is where, this is the line. They cross the line here. Right. Lindsay doesn't want them to be friends and to talk. Lindsay knows that this is, there's too much, there's too much emotion involved in this friendship. Maybe that's what's, uh, maybe that's what's. Got her to make this huge move here by just telling her husband that she can't, he cannot talk to an, another person, which to me is just like, I, I don't know. It, if he was literally cheating with her, that's one thing. But they're friends, you know? Right now, they're friends. Rory is yeah. not exactly pleased with uh, the moves he's making and, and you know, has offended Lindsay by bl- blaming it on her loudly in the middle of Dosey's market. But to me, I think that's more of a Lindsay needs to now talk to Rory or Lindsay. Yeah, and when Rory she and ran, Dean need to talk. Right when she ran off, I thought that was kind of immature because she was probably humiliated. I don't know. I uh, guess so. I guess she was embarrassed. Not something she wanted to deal with. All of a sudden, that came out of nowhere. You know, all of a sudden, yeah. somebody's talking about her business. Yeah, uh, and talking bad about her loudly, and I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Now, yeah, and if then Dean, if is if Dean is so de- determined to go against his wife's wishes and still be friends with with Rory, that's a mistake. Yeah, well, the thing is, Dean's like, I'm, we're going to stay friends, you know, like that's not going to happen. We're not going to lose stuff, whatever. Uh, Dean, th- this is like a secret pact now he's made with Rory, which is mm-hmm. not going to end well. <laughs> right? Dean should have been like. Uh, wife, you're not going to, there's no real, you know, obviously you're mad at this person. That's my friend. And, uh, I, I, but her friendship is important to me. So we need to work this out. Uh, but to have her, to have him be like, okay, I'll never talk to Rory again. And then make the secret pact with Rory. This is not good. Not good. Of course, he's like an 18 year old married. All right. Exactly. (laughs) So everything's immature. Yeah, uh, this is just, you can just see that this is all just headed for disaster. Uh, all right, we gotta, we really gotta wrap this up. Um, so, uh, yeah, Emily's trying to talk to Richard. Richard just keeps saying he's, he just won't talk about it. He just keeps saying we, we'll be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Jason and Lorelai. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where that was. Go- what that scene was all about. There's but- something about yeah, Jason saying his father is showing him respect for the first time, or something like that. 
But the real clincher is that you know because he, he says that he's gonna he's gonna play golf with Richard and you know after a couple of games he'll he'll be happy with him again or something like that. But then we go to a golf game with Richard, but he's not there with Jason. He's there with Floyd, and that Floyd is now uh, taking but now buying Richard's business or bringing Richard back into the firm. Um, Basically, Richard is throwing Jason under the bus, right? And Richard's going to. Uh, Richard's now going to work for Floyd. He's good. <laughs> Richard is going to be the Bob <laughs> to Floyd. Uh, and he's uh, going to come back a hero. Yeah, just uh, just gross. Yeah. Uh, and so, why did he do this? He's got to save his pension. He didn't work pension. all these years and risk that, and it just blow up because of Jason. Whether or not Jason. Made some unscrupulous moves, right? Um, I, I honestly think it's like he believes him that yes, he d- sometimes goes up to the line, but he never crosses it. But he also dated Lorelai for what was it, three months or something behind their five, back? five months, five months. Lied mm-hmm. to them for five, lied to him for five months about dating his daughter. I think that's more of a slap in the face. Slap in the face. How quickly he was replaced. <laughs> I also have Alanis Morissette tickets this summer, Steph, and uh, I do not want to lose out. Those are in July, even even mm. sooner. I mean, I think that'll be okay. I hope so. I just I just think the beginning of June is gonna is kind of iffy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna feel really weird standing in a crowd in July. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'll send All you. Right. I'll send you a mask. <laughs> so we already said the titles uh, last. Uh, episode <laughs> three weeks ago, uh, but I think the next one is called After Boom, right? So we deal, we're dealing with the repercussion, the, the repercussions of uh, what happened here, what blew up here, which is Jason and Richard's business, and the fact that everybody knows that um, Jason and Lorelai are dating, but also Lindsay and Lindsay doesn't know that Dean and Rory have this uh, secret friendship now. I mean, what else? Luke, mm-hmm. Luke, Luke and Nicole are are divorced now. I'm sure for good. And uh, um, I'm just wondering how this is all going to work towards Luke and Lorelai being together. It's got to work somehow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So after boom, after 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 boom is Luke can see her face. Like what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. That's the, that's the next episode after after boom. Uh huh. Luke can see her face. Uh huh. Uh I just think of the Beatles song I've just seen her face or something I've just seen a face. Hmm. Uh maybe it has something to do with that song. I'm thinking Luke falls madly in love with Lorelai again. Mm. I mean even more than he was before. Okay. He has to go for it. Well, you know, he has to get over Nicole. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing okay out there and uh I'm I'm you know I'm glad you spent 90 minutes with us uh, uh, talking about listening to us babble about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, if you need to talk, anybody like needs adult interaction, you know, a conversation. I won't be off for a little while. Next weekend I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I want to help people. Like I feel like I hate staying at home. Yeah. If I didn't have to go to work, I would because like. Washing dishes and doing laundry—that's 
terrible. Listen, I love staying at home. And yeah, I, I would just do chores and listen to podcasts and then hang out and binge watch TV all day long. But I have kids. <laughs> and they always need things. Yeah. They're yeah. at that age. Yeah. That age where they don't just sit on the floor and play by themselves. I know. Oh, just play by yourself. All right. Well, uh... Until next week, we'll be back with two more episodes of uh, Gilmore Girls on We Don't Want to Wait. La 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 la